Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles... I'll deal with Kelly. All right, but get your sister under control. I abandoned all of my research. And here, you have resumed it. We have everything to give but time. The most important of all commodities. Mr. Hawk, I'm Dr. Carr. It seems that your daughter has been making inquiries about your imprisonment. (sighs) Kelly. I've just been notified that you're playing detective again. It doesn't bother you that he's been missing for five years? and then pops up one day saying he's been in a Turkish prison. What do you expect to find anyway? What was he really doing over there? Got a second? Yeah, sure. Come on into my humble office. Well, she can dig all she wants. Our people are ready. It's just- Daddy? Don't you worry about him. Jim, where are you? I'm <laughs> uh, State. Hey, what do you say we grab a basket of fries somewhere and go over what we found? So why would he eat the fortunes unless- Unless? They weren't fortunes at all. And now, episode 65, The Lynn Connection. So if they weren't fortunes, what were they, and why was he stuffing them into fortune cookies? That's what we need to find out. We're still running down leads on Wong. We're at a check-cashing facility where she's cashed her paycheck. The clerk here recognized her, but apparently Wong was a lady of few words. Well... Wait, that's it, a few words. Code or short messages... That's what he was writing down. And since he worked closely with Miss Wong, he could ensure that she would pass off the cookies for him. But to whom? What about the middle-aged white guy she mentioned? With the uh, envelope? It's a start. But why would she alert us to that? Maybe it was either a separate incident, or she knew we'd find out from talking to the other restaurant staff. So are you about to wrap up there? Yeah, tomorrow morning we'll go talk to the DMV about her ID application, and Detective Hernandez is going through all of her financials again. Other than a W-2, he hasn't found any paper trail. Sounds like a plan. Hey, by the way, Bart has been released from rehab. I'm meeting him tomorrow for lunch. He said he's craving real food. Well, that's a good sign. Give him our regards. I hope he stops by the station when he's up to it, at least. I will. And as far as I know, he still plans on a P.I. career. So you probably won't be able to get rid of him. Call me if you have any updates. Will do. Wow. Secret messages and cookies... Middle-aged white men with envelopes? Sounds like a good one. If you could give us a good lead as to where we could find her, it'd be a lot better one. I really wish I could help you. But there was one thing. I don't think it's really important. Anything would help. The last time she was in here, she asked if I knew a good laundry. I thought that was kind of funny. Funny? Why? I mean, you know, a Chinese lady looking for a laundry? Yeah? Chinese. Looking for a laundry. In Chinatown. Come on. You gotta see the irony here. Or stereotyping. Actually, that's pretty helpful. It means she must not have lived in this area. Do you recall where you sent her? Yeah. I've got one of their cards right here. 
A lot of people wait until their paychecks is cashed to do things like laundry. I send these guys customers, and they refer us for check cashings and loans. Thanks. That is quite helpful. And I have your card right here, just in case I remember something. Hey, got a second? Sure. What's up? Just got off the phone with Mac. They're at the check cashing place that Wong used. They'll be going to the DMV tomorrow to follow up on her ID card. You could save them a lot of trouble if you told them we've done that already. Yeah, I know, but I want them to feel like they're in control of the investigation. Besides, it's good training for Mac. Oh, and right after you left my office, I got a call from Jim. Great. Where is he? He's with Pierman at Martin State. We're going to meet him in Annapolis tomorrow. At the Chinese sister meeting? Yes, we're meeting for lunch at a restaurant we both know. I'm anxious to hear what he's discovered in his investigation. It'll be nice to see him again. Well, I'm sure you two have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. It seems like a light year since I saw him last. <laughs> well, enjoy the meeting. Thanks. Unless you have something pressing, I'd like to leave and get ready for tomorrow. Sure, just keep me in the loop if you get any new leads. Will do. It seemed like everything was happening at once. Jim came back from Boldabar. Daddy is on his way back home from Turkey. Rage is plotting some sort of attack against Earth, but we don't know which one. And I'm in the middle of a missing persons case for Homeland Security. But all I could think about was getting back to my little apartment in Arlington, kicking off my shoes and enjoying a nice class of Chardonnay. I was also looking forward to seeing Jim and finding out what he was able to uncover on Boldabar. With the delay in communications, we really didn't have time to correspond. Thankfully, there were no phone calls, so I got a good night's sleep and made my way to Annapolis that next morning for the meeting at the state capitol, and then on to lunch with Jim. Hey, well, there she is, Miss Crime Fighter USA Katoff. Jim, uh, your head. That's yeah, the same one I've had all my life. Oh, oh, the scar. Yeah, beauty, ain't she? Oh my gosh, it looks so real. Yeah, hey, I gotta play the part. After all, you know, I was shot in a noggin and had surgery. I forgot for a moment that we aren't as advanced in the pig bladder grafting technology as the other side. It's called regenerative somatic cell grafting, Kate. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't help but laugh. The first time I heard about this, it, it just struck me as funny. Grafting pig onto a... Detective, Kate. Onto a detective. <laughs> so what are you going to order? I hear the ham is really good. Ha, ha, you're breaking me up. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it looks so real. Pierman's tech guy, Robert, he made a series of appliances for me. One to match each stage of my hair growth. He did a great job. Ah, Robert goes to a lot of sci-fi cons. He's big into this cosplay stuff. So, how's it been going with you? I've been trying to acclimate into my new job. It's ironic, though. My first case took me right back to the SIS. Really? What kind of case would bring SIS and Homeland together? Unless you found another Von Longer or Parks? It started out like a simple fire investigation. It looked suspicious, which is what brought our old unit into the investigation. It was Mac's first run as a detective candidate. Hey, that's great news. Mac has a lot of potential. Who's working lead? Hernandez. <laughs> that old grump? He told me you were his mentor. Like I said, that old grump. So what's suspicious about it? Nelson was along as a uniform on the case. He noticed a burn pattern on the wall and recognized it as a laser pistol burn pattern. Then they discovered blood on the carpet, 
cauterized, so someone was hit with a laser pistol. Hmm. What did he tell Mac and Hernandez? They're guessing that the wall burn is from careless pyrotechnics used from the Chinese New Year celebration. And perhaps the victim was shot with a flare-type device. <laughs> That's a stretch. Well, it's better than telling them it was from a Model 19 laser pistol. I can't argue that. So what were you up to on Bar while the rest of us were trying to save the world? <laughs> Actually, I was trying to do the same thing. When we realized that the 12 mercenaries that helped Wi-Fi capture Mercury were deep plants, we started digging into their records. We? Uh, Warren Officer Perkins from the Provost Marshals and Lynn. Lynn? I don't remember meeting a Lynn. Uh, Malcolm recommended I speak with her. So Malcolm's matchmaking now? No, he's not matchmaking. Lynn runs post-housing. She has a lot of details on the identities since they all have to end process through her office. We found out Lieutenant Salam was the leader of the group who had been posing as op forces for the school. Before we could get anything out of him, he was assassinated. Right under the IDF's nose? Which made us believe that it was an inside job. Lynn discovered a flaw in the 12 Merc's ID cards. They were forgeries? Yeah, and she found another forged ID belonged to Gleason. Gleason, the armorer. The guy who helped you with the drone? That would be him. So what did you learn from him? Nothing. He took cyanide before you could talk to him. He had it... Hidden in a compartment in a fake tooth. Yeah. How'd you know? In our investigation, we determined that the last people to see our guy were the two workers from the Zhongshan restaurant. We tracked one of them down, and before we could question him, he OD'd on cyanide he had hidden in his bridge. Our guy was hungin. They'd rather die than admit defeat. Well, as far as we could determine, our guy is terrestrial, but might be working with rage. But we have no absolute proof. The other suspect is female and from China. Uh, which China? We're pretty sure she's from mainland China. No, I mean, our China or theirs? We're pretty sure ours. You're missing guy. What, what's so important about him? His name is Professor Lin Xiang, the world's top hacker, and he specializes in guidance system software. Great Scott. What? You work for the Daily Planet now? No, Nate. Nate's been monitoring rage radio traffic. Just before I left... He said a Rage escort ship radioed in that their special cargo was damaged, but he survived. You think my guy is the one picked up to help Rage's prisoner 310? If they're planning an attack, a guidance system specialist would make sense. You know, Pyramid and the controller have got to know something about this. You're right, and I'm going to find out. Well, you're gonna finish that plate of rabbit food first. I traveled 25,000 light years to have lunch with you. How'd it go with the laundromat? Possible score. Evidently, Wong had dropped off dry cleaning, but when she came in to pick it up, she didn't have any cash. And not having any credit cards, she couldn't pay. But she had more clothing to be clean and left it. Please tell me that the cleaner decided to hold off on cleaning until she paid her bill? It's gone through evidence, and it's in the lab as we speak. What about Hawk? You know she'll want her people to do trace evidence. Officially, she's just an advisor. I can't sit around and wait until she comes back to turn over evidence for her people to test. Besides, she gave me free reign to do what I think needs to be done. I don't need her holding my hand. She could hold mine. Yeah, I seem to remember she did, and you ended up on the floor wondering what hit you. I can see now I'll never live that down. So what's the big news? We were able to get clothing from her laundry service that hadn't been cleaned yet. It's in the lab now with a priority from Captain McCall. Did they ever pull anything off Quall's uh, belongings? Not a thing. Everything in his place was thoroughly cleaned. The clothes he had on him didn't even have anything that would link him to Lynn. 
How about the DMV? I think the feds were ahead of us. The clerk who issued the ID said that the police had already questioned her. Another classic case of the hand not letting the foot know what it's doing. So what else can we do? At this point, wait. Wong's financials didn't turn up anything. She filed her taxes using the short form. Her tax return came to the restaurant. Of course, no credit cards, no phone, or any services. Wherever she lived, it included the utilities. I couldn't find anything. There has to be something somewhere. Remember, in her culture, simplicity is a virtue. Western culture is seeping into China, but that's mostly in the urban areas. Seems like she's been here long enough to pick up some of our bad habits. I'm betting we can't find an address or any utilities in her name because she's living with someone. I would have guessed Kuo. We went through his place with a fine tooth comb. There was nothing there to suggest she even visited his place. Let's hope the lab can find Trace that will lead us in the right direction. It's Kate. Sounds like you're on a short leash. What does she want to know? Nothing. It says having lunch with Barnes. He's doing well and sends his thanks for your concerns and prayers. That's Jim. Having Kate text him. Hey, text her back and tell her to get Jim to get rid of the old school flip phone and join the 21st century. Tell Barnes to get a smartphone and he can do his own texting. Period. As much as that guy loves NASA TV, the science channel and computers, you would think he'd have a smartphone by now. Jim says smartphones stay smart. Their users don't. Well, it's good to know that his brain wasn't scrambled too much from that bullet. My master, I've been informed that the particle beam should be ready for testing tomorrow. Should be? Should be, Zokar? It will be. We cannot afford to delay the testing a single day. The scientist chosen is far too cautious and meticulous. We had no choice in this matter. He was chosen by those before us. We will have to make do with what we have. I expect a full demonstration by tomorrow. And so it shall be. And what of Lin? Is he fully cooperating? Indeed he is. He realizes that he is in a unique situation and is on the threshold of making history. He will be instrumental in providing his world with unlimited and free electricity. Free electricity, indeed. <laughs> it would be more like free of electricity. Once those primitive inhabitants of 310 lose their precious electronics, they will be helpless. Just think, Zokar. A hundred years ago, their species was marveling over a simple light bulb and horseless carriage. Their aircraft were constructed out of wood and fabric. We will soon send them back to their primitive ways, and then we can watch them destroy each other. Nikola is still complaining about the quality of his coils. There is little we can do about that. He has what he has. He doubts success without a more pure form of copper. And that is something we do not have access to. Our copper mine planets are under the protection of the IDF. The demonstration will be tomorrow. You tell him that we do not accept failure. Yes, Master. Well, this little rabbit's finished her salad. And there she goes, hopping off into another direction. I'm going to Martin State and meet with a certain John Pierman about hiding information from us. So uh, you're convinced that Lynn and 310 are working together and Pierman knows about it? That's exactly what I intend to find out. Yeah. Now, where have I heard that line before? Hmm. I believe it was in the hallway outside of Scully's when you asked me what I thought my father would say about me coming to Latumis to find him. You were always go, go, go. Just be careful driving back. 
I'm convinced one of these days you're going to be eastbound on Route 50 and pass yourself going westbound. Hey, time travel. You never know. Hey, do me a favor. When you find out when Horace is coming back, let me know. He owes me a round. I will. And you be careful in that old car of yours. Hey, but we're both slow and dependable. And outdated. Get your own smartphone. Hey, no way! I love my flip phone! I waited 50 years to get a Star Trek communicator. There he is. I trust all is well. I think so. The psyche valve was pretty simple thanks to Dr. Carr. He told me that my final debrief is at 1000 hours tomorrow. Yes, and you know that none of our people were involved in that. I heard. What should I expect? That'll be a good test for you. This will be the first time that you'll have to stick to your story. I don't anticipate there'll be any problems. I mostly want to know if you were interrogated for specific information beyond your duties as a policeman or tourist. And I stick to the facts, which I've memorized. I was following leads in a human trafficking case, and the next thing I knew, I was in a Turkish jail for spying. Up until six months ago, I was in an F-class prison, keeping my head down, until they moved me to a minimum security home, where I was treated well, fattened up, and well-exercised. All to hide the fact that you were a prisoner. Our side will deny that they were aware of your imprisonment, and of course their side will deny it. Can't prove anyone wrong, can't prove anyone right. As soon as you're out of the debrief, you can call your daughters and give them the flight details. Soon you'll be back at home, and in the clear. Ha! <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be home and ready to face the real debrief with Kelly. Do you really think that she's going to be that much of a problem? I don't know, Ed. Your guess is as good as mine. She works in law, so to her everything is factual or not, black or white. Well, law is subject to interpretation. There are a lot of gray areas. Well, let's hope that my story isn't one of those gray areas. Eh, you'll be fine. Besides, you've got Kate to run interference for you. We'll see, Ed. We'll see. Oh, yes, Agent Hawk. What can I do for you? Let's go inside here. Certainly. Now, what can I do for you? Where's Pierman? Mr. Pierman is at the alternate Martin State. Meeting with his brother, I presume? Yes, the controller's heading back to Baldabar for our special meetings with the Planetary Council. Get him online. I know your switchboard can access the portal, so call him. This is highly unusual, Agent Hawk. Now, Robert. Yes, ma'am. Ginger, Robert here. Kate Hawk is with me and insists on speaking with Mr. Pierman. I know, but it appears to be urgent. She's quite insistent. Okay, I'll stand by. Ginger is connecting us. Mr. Pierman, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Agent Hawk insists on talking to you. Yes, sir. Here, put these on. Pierman, we need to talk. It appears we do. I plan to return in a couple of hours. Can't it wait? I don't think so. You can talk now, or I'll go to the Charles Street Police Box Stip and come see you right now. Fine. 
What is so important? Jim and I have been comparing notes, and I don't like what I'm hearing. Notes about what, Agent? Based on intercepted rage radio traffic, he's certain that Professor Lin is on Latumas helping Prisoner 310 with some sort of weapon. I... I'm not sure how you could come to such a conclusion. Save it, Pierman. I learned in the beginning not to fully trust any of you people. You're going to tell me who Prisoner 310 is and why Lin was taken by rage. And you're going to tell me now. Will Kate finally learn the identity of Prisoner 310 and why was Lin taken by Rage? Will Rage successfully test their particle beam device? Will the SIS come any closer to finding Miss Wong? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles Reunited. There are a number of everyday precautions that we can all take that may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. The first is to make sure to clean your hands often. Now, washing your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds is the best, but if you don't have that, try to use a hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. And to the extent possible, avoid touching high-touch surfaces in public places. These are things like elevator buttons, door handles, handrails, or of course handshaking with people. Wash your hands after touching surfaces in public places. Avoid touching your face, your nose, and your eyes. And clean and disinfect your home to remove germs, practicing routine cleaning of frequently touched surfaces like tables, doorknobs, light switch handles will make a difference. Avoid crowds, especially in poorly ventilated spaces. All these small things that we can do may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone.